In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. Introducing legislation to implement a national freeze on handgun ownership. What this means is that it will no longer be possible to buy, sell, transfer, or import handguns anywhere in Canada. In other words, we're capping the market for handguns. As a further part of this new legislation, we're also fighting gun smuggling and trafficking by increasing maximum criminal penalties and providing more tools for law enforcement to investigate firearm crimes. And we'll require the permanent alteration of long gun magazines so they can never hold more than five rounds. These are actions that doctors, experts and chiefs of police have been calling for for years and we're acting on their advice. I also want to thank the advocates, many of whom are here today, for your tireless efforts. I know that for too many of you, Greece, grief and loss are at the root of the work that you do. I want to recognize that, and on behalf of all Canadians, I want to thank you for your strength. Yes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, when uh, that man 
who happens to be the prime minister of the great country of Canada, tells you that his one of his biggest, um, uh, the country that he admires most is China, well, then you understand why you have a communist leader in your country, and I doubt he will ever let go of power, similar to what Vladimir Zelensky is doing in Ukraine right now. This whole gun-grabbing thing, the countries that have not gun-grabbed will continue to gun-grab for the next couple years until they rid the entire planet of any kind of weapon that you'll be able to use to defend yourself against the global and great reset. And if you think that's a conspiracy theory, all you have to do is go back year after year and find out if people like myself, I'm not saying myself, but people like myself have been right every single time. And now you see this massive push to gun grab like you've never seen before in your lifetime. And it will either be, they'll either win and get every gun off the street in this country and every other country, or you will win and you'll have to use them. One of the two. That's what I see coming in most places around the world, unfortunately. And again, in most places around the world, they'll just give them up. Question is, will you? Folks, you're locked and loaded right here live from America. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, from the granite, live free or die state of New Hampshire. It's a blessing to be here, and I hope you had a wonderful Memorial Day weekend full of memories, laughs, cries, family, remembering those who gave you the freedom to have get-togethers yesterday. I know most people didn't go anywhere because of the illegitimate residence gas prices in this country right now and the complete takedown from within that the Democrat, Communist, Marxist Party are engaging in because that is what's happening, folks. Everything that you see happening since November 3rd of 2020 is all by design. None of it is, is, is real. Uh, none of it is, is, is spontaneous. None of it is a reaction to something bad that happened. Every single bit of what you've been seeing since November 4th is a strategic plan carrying on Obama and Hillary's plan prior to 2016 to taking down the United States of America. So when I say, are you locked and loaded, I am asking you figuratively and, um, and in reality, are you locked and loaded? Are you ready? In real time. Being an American has never been more important than it is right now. Maybe the beginning of our country, but definitely right now. Our country is on the verge of collapse. Everything that you see is fake. Everything you see in the stock market is fake. All the value of the dollar is fake. Fake news. Fake social media platforms. Fake people. Fake followers. Everything is fake. What you see is, oh, things aren't that bad. No, things are bad. But it is up to us this time, right now, 2022, the Christian conservative patriot to save the country once again and save the world once again. And we will. We will. Do you want to know how I know we will? Because you can't beat God and we are doing godly things right now. We are doing godly things right now, including stopping the senseless murdering 
of our babies in this great country. If you're watching on Rumble, I will ask you to rumble, rumble, rumble like crazy, folks, because here it is. The Rumble app has been completely upgraded and changed, and now videos, top videos of the day that have the most engagement and the most rumbles actually unlock different things, which allows them to be trending on Rumble, and and we are part of that. If you go on Rumble's trending every day, we're there. All I need is as many rumbles from you guys as possible, so if you're signed in, rumble. Rumble the video. Rumble it like crazy. We usually get about 1,100 to 1,500 rumbles. We get about 5,000 people watching usually. Rumble like crazy and let's take over. We also have 733,000 rumbles. We're shooting for that three quarters of a million. And we have about 27 or 28,000 followers on Rumble. We're trying to get to 30,000. So if you guys can help out with the Rumble, that would be great. And everybody on Getter, keep doing what you're doing. Keep reposting. Keep pushing that Getter uh, chat through the roof. Because things are changing here on Live from America. And we are are doing uh, God's work more now than we have ever have been. And uh, I'm, I'm right up for the challenge, and I know you guys are too. So thank you all very much, and thank you already for the morning Rumble Rant donation. Let's get to the verse of the day. Um, God bless you, uh, Diane. I believe that's your name. It's, it's Mer Diane, but Diane, thank you very much. The, uh, the verse of the day today says, You cannot bribe God with anything. You cannot bribe God with anything. And this is, uh, I want to read from the very beginning, which is something I don't normally do on the newsletter, but I wanted to today. Good morning. I'm so glad to be with you all today. It's not just me typing that. I'm seriously glad to be with you guys. Thank you for reading. Thank you for sharing the newsletter and everything everything else with your friends, family, and colleagues. This is a very important part of the day. For us here at Live from America, this is the moment that I get to share my morning devotional with each and every one of you. Now, I love and cherish my time with God alone, but I also love sharing that time that we spent together with all of you. Now, I don't know if that's wrong or I don't know if that's right, but it's my way of spreading the gospel the way Jesus commanded us to do. So thank you for being here every day and thank you for hearing this newsletter. Verse of the day comes from 1 Corinthians 1, 30 and 31. Again, for those who are following along in their Bibles, which I know many of you do, go to 1 Corinthians 1, 30 and 31. God has united you with Christ Jesus. For our benefit, God made him to be wisdom itself. God made us right, or Christ made us right with God, excuse me. He made us pure and holy. And he freed us from sin. Therefore, as the scriptures say, if you want to boast, boast only about the Lord. And again, I titled this, You Cannot Bribe God with Anything. We are nothing without the word of God. Let's just call a spade a spade. We are nothing without the word of God. We are nothing without the sacrifice of Jesus. Why do I say that? Because without him and the good news, you are destined for, a, for darkness, loneliness, depression, and a sense of worthlessness. A lot of you know what I mean. Some people think that we can earn our way into heaven. And most man-made religions and or denominations live by this incorrect train of thought. There is absolutely nothing you can do outside of knowing Jesus and having a relationship with him that will earn you your spot in heaven. You cannot merit God's blessings through good works. All of his blessings, including the blessing of provision, 
are wrapped up in the person of Jesus Christ. When you have Jesus, you have the gift of righteousness and the abundance of grace completely by his unmerited favor. You cannot earn them, work for them, or even deserve them. They are gifts from Almighty God. The reason why we do good works is not to earn our way to heaven or favor with the Lord. The reason why we do them is to bring light and joy to others, to brighten up their spirits so that they may experience the goodness of Almighty God. We want to do it after we are reborn. We don't do good works to be saved. We do good works because we are saved. So stop trying to stop killing yourself trying to earn God's love and God's acceptance because you never can no matter what you do or who you are. You already have it. Just accept it. Thanks to Jesus Christ. In his holy name we pray. Amen. Now please remove your hats everybody watching on social media, digital TV and wherever else. And let's say the Lord's Prayer together. And let's say it with some passion in our hearts and some fire, some fire for the Lord. Amen? Let's do it. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Passion and fire, folks. Fire and passion. If we are not on fire for the Lord, if it is not our favorite and most important part of this show then I think we need to reevaluate our relationship with the Lord. Amen. Let's get started. Let's lift your cups up high, folks. Let's have our first slurp of the day. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you for being here with me. We got a new energy. We're ready to go. Memorial Day uh, has come and has gone, and we are ready to continue to fight the good fight. Thank you for the rumble rants that came in this morning. Thank you for the shares. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the support. Let's get ready to rumble. Here we go, and I want to start the show off with a bang today. This is good news. This is God working behind the scenes. This is God doing amazing things, and thank the good Lord that authorities have now found 70. And let me say that again, 70. Do you know if you lined up 70 people shoulder to shoulder or front to back, there would be quite a line. 70 people is a lot, and authorities have now found 70 missing children in West Texas alone in a massive investigation sting called Operation Lost Souls. And if we can find 70 in this area of Texas, imagine how many are out there not home with their mother and their father, folks. This is scary stuff, but it's great news and it's good news to start the day. Let's get into it. Homeland Security Investigations, or you may refer, I may refer to it as HSI throughout this uh, story. In El Paso, the Texas Department of Public Safety and numerous other federal, state, and local agencies located and recovered 70 missing children as a part of a three-week operation in West Texas. Maybe if we stop sending $40 billion to Ukraine so that some illegitimate uh, coup-orchestrating resident wearing leather thongs and recruiting 
Nazi groups for his battalion, maybe we could start spending that $40 billion and save more kids. If we could do this in three weeks, imagine what we could do with $40 billion, that kind of resources. Are you kidding me? Operation Lost Souls was the name of it. Ran from the end of um, April um, through mid-May in El Paso. Midland and Ector and Tom Green counties. The missing youth, many of them runaways, ranged in age from 10 to 17. The children recovered included uh, victims of sex trafficking and physical and sexual abuse. The majority of the children were located in West Texas, but some were located in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex as well as the state of Colorado and Ciudad Juarez, Mexico. The agencies provided victim services and counseling to be recovered or to the recovered children and their families. Praise God these children were found. Operation Lost Souls exemplifies Homeland Security investigations, uh, you know, when they're actually doing something for good. Commitment to protecting the public uh, from crimes of victimization. In this case, we are looking out for our children, our community's most precious resource, said HSI El Paso Deputy uh, Special Agent in Charge. Um, I hope I, I can't really pronounce this guy's name, but uh, I'll just try it. Ty Cook Cho, quote, HSI is committed to continuing to work with our law enforcement partners to locate, recover, and help missing children heal while ensuring that perpetrators are held responsible for these heinous crimes and brought to justice. Uh, how about public hangings? How about just kill them right there after you find out? Look, you don't need it. I understand that we are a, we are a country of laws and everybody deserves a, a, uh, a jury trial. I get that. But ladies and gentlemen, when you catch people in the act, if you catch pedophiles literally raping kids, or if you catch people hoarding or trafficking children in their basement, do you really need a jury of your peers? And I mean, I guess you do. I'm not advocating that we have, you know, uh, you know, vigilantes taking the law into their own hands. I get it. But I'll tell you what we don't need. The reason why I'm saying it is we don't need to put them, you know, uh, on trial for a year and a half, two years while we pay for it. And then uh, let them sit in jail while we pay for that. Three hots and a cot until the day they die. That doesn't need to be the case. At the Department of Public Safety, teamwork is one of our core values, said DPS Major Matthew Mole. We are grateful for all our law enforcement partners who participated in this operation and who work around the clock every day to protect our communities, including our youth. The multi-agency operation produced additional information and leads that HSI is now investigating that will probably lead them to even more children than they just found. Can we at least stop for a moment? And I know there's a lot more work to do, and I know that the punishments are, are not as severe as they should be for some of these people. But can we please stop and just thank the good Lord Almighty in all his glory and all his grace and all of his blessings, that we found 70, that 70 children will be returned somewhere where they are safe. And if they were running away from somewhere that they weren't safe, then maybe they will be relocated. I cannot imagine God would put them back in harm's way. Can we at least just say thank you to God for finding 70 of our children? What a massive, massive win this is in the column of good versus evil. And I will call that a good win for good. Don't you? I think so. All right. 
Let's move on, folks, because uh, we are getting massive reports. Now, you probably saw me title this morning's video. Democrats are voting in GOP primaries against Trump endorsements. That is happening. Every one of us were concerned about what in the H-E double hockey sticks is going on in Georgia. What happened in the Georgia primaries? Well, now we know, folks, because we're getting massive reports. And I'm talking like literally from every part of the state. That massive amounts of Democrats, the same leftist radicals, the same purple-haired street freaks that they call on to tell them to put on a George Floyd t-shirt today or put on a save the babies, I mean, uh, kill the babies, uh, Christians are terrible, um, you know, LGBTQIA, pride, black history, run over this person, run. The same people that they get to put out there to do all their bidding. They're now putting out there to re-register as Republicans so they can vote in the primaries, so they can get rid of Trump-endorsed candidates, so that the uniparty GOP rhino candidate will win against, so that, uh, win against the Trump endorsements so that they can go up against the Democrats and get absolutely smoked and creamed. Now, this has been happening for a long time, folks. It happened, again, it happened to me, against me, when I ran for county commissioner four years ago here in New Hampshire. And, and, and it didn't just happen with the voters, you guys. It didn't just happen with the voters. It was actually the guy that I was running against, the incumbent county commissioner, who also changed his party to vote in the Republican primary to get rid of Trump in 2016. These people are sick in the head, and there needs to be something that is done in a state level. The state legislature needs to get involved. The problem is, is so many of the state legislature in the Congress, uh, the state Congress, state representative uh, house and the state Senate are rhinos. They're anti-Trump establishment, sick and twisted rhinos. So they allow this stuff to happen. We could put a kibosh to this right now. We could nip this in the bud right now. We could make it right now while we are still in session in so many states. We can make it so that you can't switch and, and, and flip-flop like that. Or if there is a real switch or a real flip-flop, somebody leaving the Democrat Party, we should have some kind of rules in place that do not allow this to happen. Now, I know in some states there are, but in most states there are, there are not. So if you don't want to see President Trump's endorsement record continue to dwindle towards the negative, then we need to figure out something right now because I knew there was no way that Brad Raffensperger actually won, even with Democrat cheating. I knew there was no way. I knew it. It had to come down to rhinos and or Democrats voting in Republican primaries. This is happening, folks, and it's happening at an alarming rate. And I'm talking big time. Let's get into the story here. Um, Diane Murray struggled with her decision all the way up to Election Day. And this was reported uh, by Yahoo News. But when the time came, the 54-year-old Georgia Democrat cast a ballot in last week's Republican primary for Secretary of State, who? Brad Raffensperger. While state law allowed her to participate in either party's primary, she said it felt like a violation of her core values to vote for the Republican, but it had to be done. She decided to prevent Donald J. Trump-backed election um, uh, deniers, she said, from the be- from becoming the battleground state's election chief. Now, check this out. They didn't have to vote in a Democrat primary. The Democrat primary is already set and done. They already knew Stacey Abrams was going to be their candidate. They didn't put any money towards that. There was no real Democrats jumping up to do anything about it, and the Democrat establishment wasn't going to let it happen anyway. So what do they do? They put their efforts in st- sending out their little purple-haired street freaks and morons out there to actually switch parties and vote against Trump candidates. How are we going to stop this? How are we going to stop this, folks? 
because you and I can't stop that. That is something that you and I have no control over. We can't be poll watchers to stop that. We can't be precinct committeemen to stop that. We can't run for office to stop that. I mean, we can if we have enough people in legislation to actually do something about it. But the legislations that we, the the, uh, the legislators that we have in there right now, they're they're mostly rhinos, and I'm starting to figure that out. So we've we've put in 60 election security laws so that they could not cheat the same way they cheated before. And I said for months now, I've been saying we need to get proactive rather than reactive. We need to find and figure out every way they can cheat. Now, this is something that is not new, but it's something that is now starting to be talked about again because of what happened in Georgia. We knew dang well there was no way that Brad Raffensperger won. I can see Brian Kemp winning because there's a lot of Republicans in Georgia who are still brainwashed to the GOP good old boy kind of ways, and I'm hearing that from everybody. But the real problem here, folks, was Brad Raffensperger. We knew there was no way he could win, and he won. So we really, really got to get ahead of, uh, ahead of this, and I'm gonna talk, I'll be talking more about this in the weeks to come, in the days to come, actually, because it's that important and it's that much of a priority. But I need to do a little bit more research, and I need to talk with, with a little bit more um, uh, congressmen from around the country to find out exactly what can be done about this to stop this now rather than later. We don't want to wait till midterms. It'll be too late. We got to get ahead of it now. So all, this is homework for each one of you in your state. Each one of you in your state, your homework is to figure out how to stop Democrats from switching over and voting in Republican primaries in order to primary out Trump candidates. Because that's the problem, folks, and we need to get to the bottom of the problem and dig out the cancer, okay? So that's all of our homework. We will revisit this before this week is over, even if it's just to touch on it on Friday to find out what we've all come up with. But that is our homework together, all right? Uh, The cheating is here to stay, Lynn says. Well, the cheating, I think you're right, has always really happened, but it never happened on a scale of the way it did in 2020. And now that they know that there are so many people behind the the efforts of cheating, like judges and governors and secretary of states, they're just going to continue, like you said, to figure out new ways of cheating. New ways of cheating. And, and, and you're right, Brenda, that's the problem. It's not illegal for them to do that. It's not illegal for them to do that. So machines, uh, we got to get rid of the machines. That's a big one. We got to have paper voting. That's a big one. We got to stop these Democrats from voting out Trump uh, endorsed candidates because that's how, they're, that's how they're getting them out of there. All right? All right, we're going to switch gears here real quick. Let me have a uh, drink of coffee here. I'm just reading some of your comments while I'm drinking here, so... And you see, here's the thing, folks, the Uniparty, the rhinos and the Democrats, they've got such a lock on everything that they feel untouchable. They feel untouchable. So we got to play AT&T and reach out and touch them. And we got to do it in more ways than one. And that's what that's why this show and some others are so important, because we just don't stop. We're just not going to stop and say, okay, we're good with this. No, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep our foot on your neck every single day. And, and, And if you do something, we'll react. If we can be proactive, we will. But all we can do is do our best every day. And I think that this show is making a difference. I think that each one of you are making a difference. And I, I appreciate you guys really working hard. You are under the impression that there are two parties. No, see, I'm not under that impression. I know there's not. I know that the MAGA, the MAGA party is definitely its own Republican party. I do. I do. I know that there's not a, a major, two major uh, party system. I get it. That's why I say uniparty. But that's why they want Trump out so bad. That's why they want me gone so bad. That's why, uh, that's why uh, the FBI visits me and all that stuff. 
Just saw Ben Berkwam in Uvalde. Yes, he's down there right now. Uh, Susanna, <laughs> I'm just using the slogan, reach out and touch somebody. I know AT&T is actually woke. Uh, we're going to move on. If you guys could uh, get the Rumble link out there again, share that out. That would be great. Uh, with all these shootings happening, which is ironic, don't you think? Now, I know that there were shootings under Donald J. Trump. I get that. But when I said the other day there weren't shootings under Donald J. Trump like there are under like, uh, like there are under Democrats, I didn't mean that it didn't happen. I mean it wasn't a trend. But when under when you're under Democrat rule, it's either they it's either the criminals of this world know that they're going to get away with it, and or it's facilitated and orchestrated. And I don't want to have to think that. But giving this communist Marxist party and not a Democrat party, I wouldn't put it past them to orchestrate these shootings. I wouldn't. But don't you think it's a little ironic that they happen every single week, right around the time they're talking about we got to do everything to get rid of guns, and now we got that scumbag from Texas, John Cornyn, and that other scumbag, uh, Mitch McChina, working with the Dems for gun uh, gun control legislation? Crazy stuff happening, folks. Kind of ironic, though, don't you think, with all these stories being really weird? Now, the Dems' efforts to push through some gun control with bipartisanship uh, with Mitch McChina and John Cornyn, they don't have to get rid of the filibuster, which means that they're going to get their Democrat votes from John, uh, Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema. So it isn't the Democrats' fault. It's our own Republican rhino loser's fault that this might happen. But the problem with this is, is it might be stopped in its tracks. Because something that a lot of people are not talking about, a lot of people are talking about SCOTUS handing down a ruling for Roe v. Wade, but I'll tell you what a lot of people are not talking about, and that's this massive, massive ruling that's supposed to be coming down the pipeline any minute. I don't mean any minute, I mean literally any day, but any minute, you never know when they're going to come down. But there is a massive ruling coming down from the Supreme Court of the United States right now um, about gun rights. I want to get into the story here for you. Uh, There will be a ruling from the U.S. Supreme Court in the coming days that will have a significant impact on the federal government's approach to gun control and laws across the country. Several high court observers believe that the decision will likely strengthen and expand individual rights to own firearms under the Second Amendment. Now, this decision comes on the heels of two recent mass murders, one in Buffalo, New York, the other in Uvalde, Texas, that left dozens of dead or wounded. The conservative majority court is expected to rule in the coming days or weeks in uh, a pending dispute over New York State's high limits on the concealed carry of handguns. Now, experts said while it's unclear just how broadly the Supreme Court would rule, The restrictive New York law is likely to be invalidated in a decision that could have ramifications for gun control efforts across the country on a federal level. This is why this is important, because if this ruling comes down in our favor, which everybody seems to think that it will, again, it is the SCOTUS, so you're rolling the dice, then all of these efforts by these scumbags will not happen. It won't it won't matter. And you want to know something else? Here's another thing. Why do you think they're ramping up the uh the rhetoric so heavily? Why do you think they're working with the Republicans so much on this? Because they know this is coming down. But this isn't being talked about on mainstream media. Okay? It does seem relatively clear that the court is going to strike down New York's law and make it harder for cities and states to restrict concealed carry of firearms. Adam Winkler said, a professor at UCLA school, 
It remains to be seen exactly how broad the Supreme Court goes, but one thing is clear. As mass shootings become more of a political issue, the court is going to take options away from lawmakers on the basis of the Second Amendment, Winkler added. Despite the fact that the justices are expected to announce their ruling as soon as next week, if one does not come, then it will come no later than the end of June or the beginning of July. In addition, the Supreme Court is expected to make a major ruling on the landmark Roe v. Wade decision from 1973, which legalized abortion. Now, folks, when I tell you, you can't beat God and God is working in mysterious ways. Look at what's happening through the fog. See the forest for the trees. For once, just look between the lines and go, wow, there's a lot going on that mainstream media is not telling me. And the reason why mainstream media is not telling me this is because mainstream media is trying to push the narrative of the, pu- of the court of public opinion. They want to get you riled up and they want to get you all ready for war by the time these rulings come down while not telling you that these rulings are coming down. Here we are in an illegitimacy of a presidency of Joe Biden crusting up and cobwebbing up the White House, waiting to die, not knowing where he is. Okay, we've got all that going on. We've got the Democrats running all three of the the House, the Senate and the White House. Okay, we've got them cheating everywhere. But at the same time, we're about ready to end their foolishness on gun control, and we're about to end the senseless murdering of our babies? Are you kidding me? That, ladies and gentlemen, is God winning. And if you are on that side, then why don't you do what the Bible tells you to do 365 times in that great book that we call the basic instructions before leaving earth, and it's one for every day. Do not fear, fear not. I am the Lord your God. Woo! I get goosebumps just thinking about it. I get goosebumps just thinking about it. If you guys can rumble, like, and share the video, I'd be uh, much appreciated. So, big, big, uh, big news coming down from the Supreme Court. I will keep you all posted as to what is going on there. Don't think for a minute that I'm going to let up on that or the babies uh, or, or the abortion thing because I'm not. <laughs> I'm just not. Um, I may have a drink of coffee here before we get to the next story everybody uh everybody liking the show so far today let me know how the show is going appreciate it let's go facebook you guys are trailing behind everybody else get those numbers up folks remember don't share them to your walls that doesn't make a difference your walls are raw your walls are shadow banned you have to share them in messenger and direct messaging that's how you get it out folks they don't shadow ban that okay here we go so Pedo Joe, we've been just talking about him. You know, Mr. Hairy Legs Cockroach himself. I learned a lot about roaches that, that summer and kids jumping on my lap. Uh, true international depression. Pedo Joe, that's right. Joey Applesauce, he visited Uvalde, Texas on Sunday, which is the closest, by the way, he's ever got to the border ever. <laughs> ever. Like, like uh, Ben Berkwam says, the only thing, the closest thing Joe Biden's ever gotten to the border is a picture of him, not actually him. So going down to Uvalde, Texas to get a photo op, to make it look good so he can push gun control and pretend that he cares about the families, which he really doesn't do. One thing, there's two things that happened that the mainstream media, again, is not telling you. So I got to ask you, do you know what those are? Do you know what two things happened to Joey Applesauce down at the border? that the mainstream media isn't telling you? Well, I'll tell you the first thing that happened is Joe Biden was supposed to meet with residents of Uvalde 
and he was supposed to meet with Border Patrol agents. The problem was, folks, the Border Patrol agents did not want to meet him because for the first time in history, in history, that I or anybody else I know can remember, and I was talking to some folks about this this morning, a president and his Secret Service demanded that Border Patrol disarm themselves of any weapon, including knives or any guns, before they actually met the fake president of the United States of America. Now, let me ask you why. Why do you think that a president would ask members of the Border Patrol, which is a law enforcement agent of the federal government, why do you think that they would demand that if they wanted to meet Joe Biden, they would have to disarm themselves? Could it possibly be because nobody, 81 million people, don't really like this guy? Could it possibly be that they're afraid that somebody is going to do something that they should not do to this guy? Could it possibly be because the Secret Service is worried that somebody is going to take him out? Long story short, the guy with the little circles that couldn't even fill up six of them that supposedly got 81 million votes is now telling a branch of the federal government, the Border Patrol, which are law enforcement officials, that they could not meet Joe Biden unless they disarmed themselves completely. Tell me that's not crazy and very, very um, odd. But here's the other thing that was supposed to happen. He was supposed to meet with Uvalde residents. He could not meet with those Uvalde residents like they wanted, and he got rushed out of there because the Uvalde residents started booing and screaming at him and his administration So they just got him out of there as quick as possible. Let's go to the video right now um, where they were talking about the Border Patrol agents and how they were having to to be disarmed before they met Joe Biden. And so you know what they did? They did not disarm themselves. No, no, no. Instead of disarming themselves, they just got in their trucks and went home. And they didn't even care about meeting old Joey Applesauce. Check this out, folks. This is incredible. First and the most insulting, I think, is Joe Biden demanding that these Border Patrol agents be disarmed if they want to come meet him. This is unheard of, J.J. Yeah, I've never heard of this, never heard of President. President Trump never came in and disarmed us. So I'm hearing from our sources that agents literally came in from the field, didn't check in, just got in their personal vehicles and went home instead of bowing down to President Biden's demand that they, they remove their firearm and all of their use of force tools on their belt. It's insulting. Why would you do that? Can you, the only way, the only reason you do that can, is you don't trust your agents that work for you. Boom, right there. And that says a lot, especially well, when it was the either that. The only way, reason you do it is if you don't trust the agents that work for you. And why wouldn't you trust the agents that work for you? Because the agents that work for you know that you are destroying this country on purpose with a left-wing communist Marxist agenda. That is why they don't trust you, which means you're not the legitimate president of the United States and you can bounce. But anyway, what we're going to do right now is we're going to go ahead for those those Border Patrol agents. We're going to give them. Border Patrol agents who work directly under the illegitimate resident of the United States. You get the Smarty Award of the Day for getting back in your truck and turning around and driving out because there's no way 
that I'm going to disarm myself after my job, after what I do on a day-to-day basis, putting me and my family at risk to meet your crusty old cobwebbed applesauce button. No thanks. Got better things to do. Bye-bye. What a loser that guy is. Exactly. Larry Reha says they took an oath that Biden disrespects. Biden is such a loser. I'm I'm just reading these um, comments. Fox News won't let anyone talk bad about George Soros. Well, that's no surprise. What a coward idiot, says JP Mom. Let's see what you guys are saying over on Getter about this. He took Jill the pill with him. They don't go meet him. What's the point of meeting with him? Oh, then don't go meet him. What's the point of meeting with him? Exactly. <laughs> Golbaz, that's funny. They gave him the finger before they left. Yeah, I heard, ports, I heard reports of that as well. But see, folks, again, that's how you know. It's another reason you know this guy did not legitimately win the election, period. Now, let's travel from Uvalde up to Houston real quick, folks. Stay in Texas, where our friend here on Real America's Voice News, somebody who actually used to report for Real America's Voice News, now works for Turning Point USA. Good for him. Drew Hernandez. Now, Drew Hernandez was one of the key witnesses in the Kyle Rittenhouse case because Drew Hernandez is one of those on-the-streets Ben Berkwam-type characters that says, look, where is something happening? Let me go film it. Let me get into the midst of it. That's why I love Drew. Drew's a great guy, and I really think Drew Hernandez has a beautiful, bright, and wonderful future, especially as a Latino American who's out there fighting for the cause uh, and, 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 and people in his own uh, of his own hair, uh, um, uh, you know, from his own heritage and his own, uh, his own um, culture are calling him names daily, almost like they do all of the black Trump supporters. They call them Uncle Toms, this, that, and the other. Well, Drew Hernandez has to face that kind of stuff too. But what I love about Drew is how he gets in the face of these people. And Drew did that with Beto, Beta Male O'Rourke, a.k.a. Robert Francis, outside of the NRA convention where Robert Beta Male Francis decided to show up just like he did in front of Governor Abbott. But here's the thing about Beta Male, Robert Francis, Beto O'Rourke. He doesn't even know that by doing that stupid publicity stunt in front of the governor the other day and in front of the mayor of Texas and Ted Cruz, or mayor of Uvalde and Ted Cruz, that all that did was just hand the election right to Abbott. What a moron. Anyway, here's Drew Hernandez getting right in the face of Beta Male O'Rourke and saying exactly what I would say if I was there. Big shout out, Drew. Thank you, brother. Hey, Beto. How how do you feel exploiting dead kids? How do you feel exploiting dead kids, Beto? Do you care? The parents in Uvalde said they didn't want you there. The parents in Uvalde said they didn't want you there, Beto. What do you say to the parents I talked to yesterday in Uvalde that said they didn't want you there? They didn't want you to do that, Beto. They didn't want you to exploit dead kids, Beto. Why are you exploiting dead kids, Beto? Beto. What kind of beta exploits dead children, beta? Beta. Don't touch me. Do not touch me. Dude, you are. You are literally in my face. You guys are. He goes, what kind of a loser exploits dead kids? Beta, beta. And you could see that 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 coward dirtbag wouldn't even acknowledge him. Look, if I'm outside, if I'm doing an event like Beta Male O'Rourke was just right there, if I'm doing this event, 
and I'm going there for whatever agenda, whatever reason I have going there. And some lefty is sitting there saying, racist, racist, or something like that. You can dang well bet that I'm going to look them right in the eye and say, would you like to have a conversation? Would you like to have an actual, uh, you know, formal, literate conversation? Or do you just want to sit there and scream ridiculous obscenities and look stupid? But Beta can't even do that because he's a coward, and it's the same reason that Kevin McCarthy doesn't go anywhere as well. Cowards on both sides of the aisle. And for, and for Beta Male O'Rourke, like I told you, him doing that stupid publicity stunt where he, where he tried to uh, uh, run in and, and, and do that uh, publicity stunt in front of Governor Abbott, all that did was ensure a win for Governor Abbott. So for that, we got to just go ahead and we got to give Beta Male O'Rourke. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. The dumb, dumb award of the day right there in that swamp donkey dummy bucket. How dumb can you be? I mean, he had to have known, especially in Texas, especially when it involves so many children who got shot because the police wouldn't allow anybody in there because they were afraid for their own lives. They wouldn't allow the parents to run in there. Parents were running in there without weapons. Police were standing outside with weapons. Like Bannon says, there's way more to this story and something is very very, very wrong. Something's wrong. Something's not right. Something smells fishy. Since day one, something has smelled fishy. Now, uh, folks, we're going to get ready to talk about the economy real quick, but not the economy the way we've been talking about it. Not gas prices. Not really. Not really, uh, you know, the shelves being empty. Not really. What we're really going to talk about and focus on is our farmers. But before we do that, we need to talk about going back to basics and stop being dependent on the government and stop being dependent on people and start being more self, uh, more independent with everything, with your energy, with your money, with everything. So having said that, let's go ahead and highlight one of our sponsors here, and that is Gold Co. You don't need to be rich. You don't need to have a massive retirement egg, but it is good for your, for your retirement or your nest eggs especially with the stock market, the 401k and everything else. I mean, will you even have a 401k by the time the stock market comes back? Either way, you can invest money into actual gold and silver. As a matter of fact, today, I got something in the mail from an LFA family member that I'm going to show tonight that's actual silver, and I'm going to cherish that. It's going to be worth a lot of money someday. All you guys got to do is reach out to goldco.com slash live, proud sponsor of Live from America, filling in the gaps in this Joe Biden inflation economy, or dial 855-559-3433 and uh, let them know that uh, Live from America sent you and you want to start putting some investing money there where you know the bottom isn't going to fall out of it. Real estate and metals, folks. That's it. Real estate and metals. All right, let's get back into the, what I'm talking about, the farmers. The farmers are getting absolutely hammered right now folks because most farmers are sending things out in bulk so they're sending things out at bulk prices which means that they're sending out at wholesale costs they can't afford anything anymore because of biden strategic effort to tear down this country folks midwest farmers are squeezed right now by soaring fertilizer prices soaring gas prices and inflation through the roof they're literally dying out and this was the perfect move by a failed regime, if you were really trying to destroy all the farmland out there that wasn't owned by Bill Gates, the average farmer sees fertilizer bill up $175,000 over last year. Ridiculous, uncalled for, unnecessary, and just plain stupid or treasonous, one or the other. 
Soaring fertilizer prices are squeezing Midwest corn and soybean farmers this year. The average 2,500-acre farm is seeing their fertilizer uh, bill soar by $175,000 from $250,000 to $425,000, and that was reported by the Center Square. Things are getting tougher for the nation's breadbasket, a predicament that will likely ripple through the nation's economy worse and worse. In addition to the 40-year high inflation and some new records set nearly every day in the negative at the gas pump for the past two weeks that the mainstream media doesn't want to mention, the price of some agricultural uh, fertilizers has skyrocketed as much as 60% over last year's prices thanks to the fake war in Ukraine and Russia. An average 2,500-acre farm, like I said, will shoot up from two hundred fifty to $425,000. That's extremely bad news for our nation's farmers, but as well as the grocery store and the customers who purchase such dietary staples as meat, dairy, and bread. So are, we gonna be a, are they going to force us to be driving electric cars and being vegan, or are we going to stand up and actually go direct to our farmers, folks, because that's what needs to happen? Now, it's funny that we're going to be speaking about the Michigan legislature here because PatriotFoods.com, who sponsors the show, is also in Michigan. But that doesn't mean you have to go through them. The Michigan legislature has sent a message to Washington lawmakers to help bring down the cost of agricultural fertilizer. Representative Steve Kara uh, from Three Rivers authored House Resolution 205. The resolution urges the U.S. Congress, federal agencies, and state departments to immediately address the ongoing fertilizer price increases and shortages that are severely impacting Michigan farmers. Again, guys, I cannot say it enough. You need to start going direct to your farmers. You need to go to your farmer's market. Yes, it costs more. I get it. But if you can't grow these things on your own, or at least some of these things on your own, then stop giving the money directly to the stores because the farmers could use that money. We could pay full price. We could even pay more than wholesale price, not even full price, and they'd be getting more than they are right now. And for all those who want to help the show or help other small businesses like a co-op of farmers nationally, then go to PatriotFoods.com. You guys, these guys are great, good people. Every portion of your sale goes to a veteran as well, goes to a military member as well. You can get fruit, vegetables, meats, cheeses, beverages, groceries, organic products, specialty gifts, frozen. It doesn't matter. Yes, it's a little bit more expensive, but I'm telling you, folks, if you do a few big shops a year with some of these people or even locally, it's a lot better than the alternative, and it will keep these guys in business. That's another way you can help the farmers. And I can tell you what, coming from the Midwest, I have a lot of farming in my family and friends, and they're telling me the same thing. It sucks. There's plenty of roadside markets. There's plenty of flea markets where you can go to to get your meat, your vegetables, at least some of it. You don't have to do all your shopping there, but do it for the things that really help the farmers. And say, screw the stores. Screw the stores in this Biden economy. Because they're just going to undercharge, they're going to give the farmers crap and they're going to overcharge you. So, Suzanne Vermontis says she's growing jalapenos now, but growing other stuff too. But her jalapenos are thriving. So go to SuzanneVermontesJalapenos.com and get her new jalapenos. <laughs> oh. Anyway, folks, farmers are getting killed with this inflation and we really got to hand it down. We really got to do what we can to help them. Now, moving from the farmers to our military, this actually... Ooh, this really got me heated this morning when I found this out. Folks, our military right now is rationing meals. Can anybody confirm that? I would like to know if anybody has active military members in their families, if they can ask them if they're rationing meals where they're stationed because they're doing it right now mainly in the Navy, people on on ships. 
So why, are my, why is our military, some of our most precious people in our country, why is our military rationing meals when they have a $770 billion budget? Why? Why is that necessary? Kind of weird, isn't it? But destroying our country left and right, this is what they do. So let's get into this story. This is not a good one, but I got to talk to you about it. This Memorial Week, information was received that the men and women on U.S. aircraft carriers, specifically the USS Harry Truman, are receiving food rations. And this makes zero sense, especially with the budget, like I said. The USS Harry Truman is not at war. It's not in harm's way. It's in the Mediterranean Sea near the conflict in Ukraine, but not in the Black Sea. So even its location geographically isn't causing this. Around 5,000 personnel are on board this massive, huge carrier, and reports are coming out that this ship is rationing food. Why is our military doing this? It makes zero sense. They are only receiving two meals a day for the first time in decades. Why? What is going on? Why are they not getting their third meal? Where are the billions going? Ukraine? Back to our politicians? Who's making the call to ration meals for our soldiers on this aircraft and others? Is this the kind of love and respect that we give to our uh, active military men and women? Is this the kind of love that the Biden and Obama administration give our active military men and women? It appears that this is punishment, but for what? Vaccines? Why are our soldiers being treated this way? It just seems to be another... uh, effort to destroy the U.S. military, if you ask me. Toxic toxic masculinity is too much, I guess. First, the Biden forced vaccinations and now rationing food with a $770 billion budget, emasculation of our our military. Sick, sick, twisted people. And nobody's, we're going to have, they're going to end, there's going to end up being a, um, a draft in the years to come because people are going to people are not going to sign up for the military with this kind of stuff going on. 770 billion dollar budget and our military is treated this way. Let me ask you this. Do you think our military was treated this way under Donald Trump? I don't. Our military was respected under Donald Trump. This is sick, folks. And I hate reporting on it, I really do, because it gets my blood boiling. Anyway, let's move on from that and let's talk about something a little bit more positive to end the show. And that is Trump's new streaming service. Folks, if you're looking for somewhere to invest your money and it is still in the stock market, go with DWAC. Go with DWAC, folks, because that is the Rumble and Trump social, True Social, Trump Media um, stock that's going to go through the roof someday because his new streaming service, we talked about this when he first mentioned Trump Media Group, but his new streaming service will be aimed at canceling cancel culture, and it is going to be aimed, with a lot of resources behind it, to compete with struggling services like Netflix to put them out of business. So you're going to have True Social, Rumble, Getter and Telegram, bye-bye Facebook, bye-bye Twitter, bye-bye YouTube, and you're, and you, and you're going to have, uh, you have news already. You have alternative news. You have alternative shopping. You got three, almost 400 businesses on the American Strong Company page you can shop with. And now 
Trump is also going to put out an alternative streaming service and you're going to have this and True so- and uh, and uh, Pure Flix. Bye-bye, everybody else. Woke Hollywood and woke companies are going to see a hurt put on them in the next few years. Former President Donald J. Trump. Ah, uh, no, we're not going to call him that. President Donald J. Trump. We're going to get that right out of the article. Plans to launch a new streaming service that will feature content not subject to the woke culture wars and content plaguing other streaming services. According to the SEC filing on May 16th by Digital World Acquisition Group, DWAC, the SPAC behind Trump Media and Technology Group, TMTG, the company plans to launch the service. It will be called TMTG+. According to the filing, the new streaming service aims to cancel cancel culture by providing content that is not subject to heavy censorship and allows for more freedom of speech. The filing states that TMTG believes that there is a need for quality programming that does not lecture its viewers or only presents one acceptable approach on a topic. Entertainers, comedians, and creators have frequently been agents for change in our society. As the large media conglomerates become increasingly monolithic in their views, they cancel those who disagree and voices are silenced. The filing also outlined a plan for some of the service's content, which would include blue-collar comedy, canceled shows, and there's a lot of those, Trump-specific programming, faith-based shows, family entertainment shows that embrace the Second Amendment, our Constitution, and real News. Woo! Can't wait for that. The filing outlined the focus to expand its business outside the United States to areas such as Europe. It discussed the need to offer content to other regions of the world, although there's not a launch date yet. But you're going to have massive amounts of Trump media coming your way real soon, folks. And you want to know something? They told us to build our own social media platforms. They told us to build our own news networks. They told us to build our own apps. They told us to build our own um, uh, credit services, credit card services, and, and money transaction services. They told us to build our own TV shows. They told us to build this, build that, and guess what? We actually did. We really did build back better. How about you, broke back Biden? How's your build back better busted plan going? That's a lot of bees. All I know is, folks, uh, we're winning. They are not. Their infrastructure is collapsing. Ours is growing. Which side do you want to be on? Woo! What a great, great way to end the show. Folks, remember, you can use MyPillow or uh, LFA promo codes on MyPillow.com. Massive buy one, get one free. You got buy one, get one free on towels, sheets, mattresses, dog beds, slippers, LFA, use the promo code with Mike Lindell. He is a patriotic business. He's one of those businesses that is thriving in this parallel economy. Here's another one. BraveAmerican.com. Here's some of the metal art, folks. I'll tell you what. This one right here and this Betsy Ross metal art flag right here are truly phenomenal. You do get discounts using promo code LFA on Brave American. And, of course, it all helps here on Live from America. Folks, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh, so stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tonight, 5 p.m. for more Live from America, right here from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. Until then, keep smiles on your face, keep your families close, keep spreading the gospel, and keep sharing these videos, folks. It's more important than you know. God bless. 
Have a great day. See you tonight. Peace. Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America.